Welcome to the DJE Podcast, where you will learn about real estate investing from real life examples. Here's your host, Devin Elder. Hey, hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. My guest is Simon Severino. I took a bunch of notes here. A little bit different podcast today. Simon's based in uh, Vienna. He's overseas and is an author and has developed a consulting company. So a lot of his stuff is based around business process improvement, which I love geeking out on. So we talk about their framework and they have coaches and they kind of run clients through a, through a 90 day process. Um, and while we're not talking bricks and sticks and real estate and rent increases and, and NOI and that kind of stuff, like we do a lot of the times, some of these business processes are simply universal, right? So whether you're an entrepreneur, an aspiring op- entrepreneur, or an operator, I think there's some really good stuff. And we also talk about some current events around the economy, um, some interesting takes on on what chat GPT is doing. So a little bit off the beaten path today, but had a great interview. Simon um, does a ton of podcasts and he was a He's a wonderful guest, so I think you're going to enjoy it. If you're enjoying this show, thank you. Appreciate you spending some time with us. A five-star review helps a lot for our reach on the show, right? There's an algorithm, so if you would leave us a five-star review in Apple, that would um, make my day because that's a that's a huge way to get the, the show out in front of more people. So thanks for showing up. Appreciate it. I think you're going to enjoy this interview with Simon. We'll do a message from our sponsors and then jump on in. This episode is brought to you by DJE Texas Management Group, a San Antonio, Texas-based real estate investment firm with a track record of transacting on several hundred million dollars of multifamily, land, and industrial deals throughout Texas. DJE's been in business for over a decade and is approaching 100 team members in San Antonio. To learn more about DJE, visit djetexas.com or the link in the show notes of this episode. This episode is also brought to you by ApartmentEducators.com, a complete ecosystem for professionals to learn how to find, finance, and operate large multifamily properties for profit. You can get started with a free mini course and learn more at ApartmentEducators.com or visit the link in the notes. Simon, welcome to the show. It's good to see you. Thanks for joining. How are you? Devin, thank you for having me. Hello, everybody. Excellent. Well, today we're going to talk about systems and processes for entrepreneurs. We talk a lot about real estate on the show. Uh, we're not going to specifically talk about multifamily real estate or strategies on this episode, but want to talk more about business efficiencies, how business owners can grow, scale, delegate, which is your expertise and, and you've written a book on it. So let's get in with your background for members of the audience listening here that uh, are not familiar with you. I know we were talking before in the green room. You, you've been on hundreds of podcasts, and you, you're you're very much out there. But um, how about some background? What you know? What's what's your story? My story is like most entrepreneurs. For some reason, I didn't find the job that was fitting. I was utterly unemployable, and I wasn't happy in any of the existing boxes that were there. So I had to create my own box. And so I went into consulting and I did fall in love with the topics of go to market, how to enter a market, how to crush it in the market, how to stay in the market. 
um, how to win in regarding to customer acquisition and customer retention. So that got me because it's intellectually stimulating and it's emotionally stimulating and everybody loves it. If you talk, how can we, can we win more deals? You got the attention of everybody. And right. so I did fall in love with this topic. Fast forward 21 years later, I'm still doing this. Outstanding. What is your, what does your week look like? Are you, um, spending a lot of time coaching, spending a lot of time speaking, traveling? Is it, is it, uh, different every, every week? Well, now after 21 years, now I have built a, a consulting company where I am the owner and CEO. And so that takes me just the, the afternoon to run. And my main job, you know, I'm not in operations anymore, so I'm not in the business. Right. Uh, I fired myself from operations. That was important. So now my day looks like this. Uh, in the morning, it's yoga, running, playing with my three kids. Then it's deep work. And deep work means either writing or building something until it's done. It's a three hours chunk and whatever I create in that week. And it might be creating, you know, a new set of contracts for a new country that we are entering or and then it's three hours and I'm done when the contract is done. It must be finished. And so it's uninterrupted work on bigger things. And then uh, lunch and then afternoon, um, I have again some, some sports and then I have interviews, which is what's happening right now. I have um, five interviews and then I do my investments because uh, the, the revenue streams, they are all set and, and quite automated. Now I'm the investor, so I do my fundamental analysis, my rebalancing, my technical analysis of my own assets. I am one third in real estate, one third in crypto, one third in equities. So I'm an active investor there and um, that's the evening. And then it's bringing kids to bed and then it's uh, time with my wife and then winding down. I like it. That's very, there's a very uh, clear schedule. And it's interesting as an entrepreneur, you can, you can work a 10 or 12 hour day. And it's, it's different than it's different when you are dictating that because uh, work can really be a joy and it more so when you're, when you're in control of it, I'm sure, I'm sure you found that. Well, let's talk about, you know, strategies for entrepreneurs. You, you have a lot of, you know, conversations with your clients and you've built this consulting company. What are you seeing when an entrepreneur comes in as sort of some low-hanging fruit on things they can do to streamline their operations? I mean, we're all making mistakes out here and trying to learn. Is there a, is there a subset of mistakes that you're seeing a lot that are kind of quick wins that that uh, people can do and realize some immediate benefit from if they're if they're running a company? Yes. So we coach in in a program of ninety days, and yep. in those ninety days we have seen three typical stages that uh, small business owners go through. The first stage is you are underwater. That's the turtle stage. You are underwater. I don't have time. I don't have the bandwidth. No, not another client. And so you, you are either you have too many clients or not enough clients, but it feels the same. It's just terrible. We all have been there. So that's tur turtle stage. From turtle stage, you move to cheetah stage. This is when now you have a plan. Now you have a focus. Now you have intensity. You are looking at your 
three goals uh, are your your OKRs and you want to build it and crush it and you are putting in the 16 hours and the only problem is your friends miss you, your kids miss you, your wife misses you, etc. And so because you are not really happy, you are very productive now, you are building stuff uh, that's bigger than you. It feels pretty great when you are in there because you are full of adrenaline and all, all sorts of great hormones. But actually, overall in life, you are not happy. Uh, you are fast like a cheetah, but the next level is happy like a dog. This is when you have that level of productivity, but you have automated it to software, to a, a stack of software and colleagues and freelancers and vendors, etc., that now run the thing that you have built. And now this is when then you start writing a book or go for interviews, uh, do bigger, bigger joint ventures with bigger affiliate partners, um, or you roll out the same thing over multiple countries. Now you can license your IP, lend your IP, sell your IP, sell your business. You can create a franchise model like we are. We are now a franchise model where I'm adding countries every month. Um, and there is a there is a specific set of steps and many people do it in the wrong order. So then then they're stuck in turtle mode or in cheetah mode too long. And we can go through every step and what to do in each stage if it's not too boring for the audience. Oh, I love um, this stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. So the very beginning in turtle stage, the very first thing is a clear vision and we have two processes for the vision one is your personal vision and and one is the team vision the personal vision we let the founders um, create that personal vision and speak it speak it as an audio file that they have on their phone and then we want them to listen to it every morning when they do whatever is good for them some do yoga some do running some do both and then they listen to this because now you embody your vision. Now you have a very clear vision. And when I ask you what's the vision, you can tell me. That's an embodied vision. Now it's it's here. It's real. Um, and then the team, same thing for the team, um, which is more of a PDF or a slide deck, more something that you can show others. And it will be important for hiring and, and for many things, for taking decisions. And so that's the building block. Before you have that, don't do anything. Don't do a website, don't do anything. After that, you you need now a passionate buyer and a clear offer. So a passionate buyer is something is when you find a group of people that actually wants badly what you have to offer. And that's especially important in a stagflation or recessionary environment as we are in, because now it's not about the fancy stuff, the nice to have. Is it vital? Can you help me save time, save money? Then you got my attention. If not, you are wasting my time. So it must be around the vitals and you need a passionate uh, audience or a passionate buyer group. So we refine the offer there. And many people, if you are into technology, for example, you are helping saving time. Technology saves time. If you are into real estate, you might be 
creating wealth over the long term or you might be save time and not wasting time in trading for example in trading crypto or because for most people that would be just a lot of time with very small results probably um, if not negative results so that might be the smarter way that saves you time actually so thinking about the offer that's still in we call it baby step one vision passionate buyer group that's uh, and, and a clear offer that's baby step one then we move to baby step two now you need testimonials and you need google reviews so testimonials there is a specific way of doing testimonials oh we are on video i might even show you uh what what the way is so this is a good way of having your testimonials for the people listening i'm showing a real person her face her name her role her company and what she says about a very specific product so there's product and you can call her you see her name first name uh, and then you can you can call her you can ask her on linkedin uh, it's a real person uh, and you can really ask her so this is a good testimonial because what i see sometimes a typical typical problem is that you see sometimes just the first name or no role or no face so one of those pieces is missing then i don't really trust it and you know in the times of ai and everybody um, right. showing us fake stuff we want to we want to uh, see real stuff so that's testimonials and then also google reviews for for multiple reasons but the first one is you want to have more and better reviews than your competitors right because we are on our phones we can quickly check your competitors in a minute and if they have a hundred positive reviews and you have two well guess where i'm going so testimonials and google review the basic street cred are these people legit right now we have checked off baby step two we move to baby step three and now we are entering cheetah mode it, we are less less underwater now we are moving into cheetah mode in cheetah mode we need a buyer success plan so how is my offer going to make them successful what are the three four stages of this success we think it like it like gamified like a video game uh -huh. you're in level one congrats you have un unlocked level two level three and so we help you create something like that and describe where you are bringing them. And at each stage, you celebrate them. You say, congrats, you have unlocked this. You have just saved 17% from your cloud fees with, with our software. Congrats. By the way, do you know anybody else who needs this? So this is now the right moment to ask for a referral. And so that buyer success plan will also become the referral engine. And then the next thing that we have to work with you is one piece of content that converts a lead magnet something that actually pulls people into your world and qualifies them or qualifies them out if they are the wrong people which is as important as pulling people in is qualifying them out because they are not the right people now we are at baby step three baby step four is then a nurturing sequence a sequence that creates trust and authority and sells your offer via email and other channels now we are baby step 
four and baby step five and six are all about the sales processes and automating them now we are happy like a dog we have something that's working it's repeatable and it works even without us outstanding thank you for the detail on that there's there's obviously a lot to unpack in it Okay, so a, a client comes in, you got a 90-day program, you're walking them systematically through this. Is it a weekly engagement? Is it emails? How do you guys actually structure that for your clients? We are like the Jarvis to the Iron Man. <laughs> okay. So we are there 24-7. They just right. click and say, hey, Sprint Coach, I need this. And we are there because an entrepreneur is in a time crunch. They yes. need a quick, immediate access. And then five minutes, they ask us something, they get a blueprint, we call them processes, like they get the, the five minutes, um, create your Google reviews process, and then they, they go and do it in the next four hours they will have collected the reviews. And, and then that is done. So the two first two baby steps, they take a couple days, then the other up to baby step four it takes a couple weeks. And the baby step six uh, takes months. So that's why 90 days, because in 90 days we can go all through the, all of that. They have access to us 24-7. It works on their phone. They have 274 videos and templates and swipe copies and processes that I have recorded and created. So they, they see me all the time and they have a sprint coach who's there, who's there with them, 60 minutes calls per week for 12 weeks to remove obstacles. And the sprint coach goes, okay, guys, where, where do you need help in implementing this? They ask their questions, uh, solve some obstacles and move, move on. Excellent. I want to um, talk, Simon, about your book, about the process. Um, tell everybody what the book is, but I'm interested to learn too. What was, why did you want to do this? And then I've heard, I haven't written a book, but I've heard it's, it's quite a process. So what was that process look like for you? The book was when everybody was asking us, hey, if I cannot afford the sprint coach, can I still I don't know, get your knowledge, your blueprints? And I didn't want to create an online course because online courses have a very low completion rate. And I don't want to build something that has such a low completion rate. But on the other side, um, I wanted to make things more available. And so book was the best idea because the book uh, is now in, in, in all airports and all Barnes and Nobles and it's on Amazon. So it's really uh, easily accessible. It's super affordable. So that was the best way to get the ideas out. And it was also the, for me, it, it, it did uh, enable me to focus sitting down and really clarifying the IP, which then became the basis for lending the IP, creating a certification program around it. But first you have to sit down and really clean it up, make it simple, make it clear. And that for me, you know, as an entrepreneur, that's not your main superpower. Right. You're, you're good at solving problems. And so it was actually pretty good to have an editor, an additional proofreader, and a professional team going over the, the intellectual property and saying, look, this is a gem here. If you remove this, then it's even clearer. 
look at this, oh, the end of this chapter, it's weak, can we make it stronger? So that's their superpower. And so it was actually the best exercise to clarify the IP and, and make it even more clear, crisp, accessible. So it was a very good exercise, actually. How long did it take you to write the book? It took, it took me six months to type it right. and 21 years to write it. <laughs> sure. Because the experience, experience. That's, that's in there, you know, you have to test many, many things until you find one that, that works. Right. That really works in different, um, in different countries, in different industries, in different situations. And so it took me 21 years to write it. Book production was six months and then book refinement and editing was another six months. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah, I really like the idea of a low low cost item that you can be everywhere with and in airports and everything. How many countries are you guys operating? And what country are you based? You're based in Vienna, is that right? Yes, I'm in Vienna, Austria. Yep. And we we have the US, we have Europe, we have Singapore, and we are adding now every month I'm I'm adding two time zones or two countries. That's now we are in the stage of rolling out and uh, adding additional time zones by adding certified strategy sprints coaches. So there is a 60 days certification period and then they are like a franchisee. They rock their their country and and the good thing for for our clients is they get more people in their time zone because right. we are basically that that has become the most important thing. Uh, we have moved from a from a from a world uh, that was based on on multiple criteria to a world which is based just on one criteria my time zone if you can if you can bring me something that works now for me you have a strategic advantage yeah 100% so are, is your has your book been translated to different languages do you have coaches that are doing this program in different languages throughout? it's it's happening right now it's yeah. right now it's being translated in Chinese. Wow. And, um, and so that that's the process that is starting right now of adding, uh, time zones and languages. Got it. God, that's, that's fascinating to be, uh, operating in, in multiple countries like that. What about your clients? What are you seeing as kind of an ideal client avatar for you? Is there a certain vertical, certain industry? Is it all shapes and sizes of entrepreneurs or who's, who's the best client for you guys? We have developed this program for B2B businesses and the right. ideal client is an agency, consultancy, consulting agency, marketing agency, PR agency, recruiting agency, UX, UI agency, web three agency, creative agency, um, that has 15 people they're doing around two, three millions per year, and they want to double it in 90 days. And they want to regain 10 to 14 hours of their time by automating many admin parts of their business. Sure. Sure. Makes sense. I want to get your perspective because you're in a, you're a different industry than I am. And maybe some of the listeners are from a, a global, um, well, not a global, but from a different perspective, we're talking in the first quarter of 2023. You know, we've had some things that the Federal Reserve's done in the United States with interest rates, and that's having an impact on business. What are you seeing from 
Vienna on kind of the global economic outlook. Obviously, different different type of business, but love to get your perspective on on what you're seeing um, and what your clients are seeing. Yeah, it's funny that uh, the decisions of a, a bunch of people uh, is is so relevant on right. all our net worth. Yes. So <laughs> I used to look at fundamental analysis, technical analysis, and now I had to add a third category, which is macro. I never cared about it. And now it became the main thing. So I had to learn differentiation. Uh, I learned some some hard lessons as an investor who saw his net worth like halving because yeah. I was mainly in tech. And, um, and so I've added macro and now I'm differentiated in terms of one third real estate, one third um, digital assets, crypto, one third equities. And I have a mix now of fundamental analysis, technical analysis, but always with a macro um, awareness you cannot really know the macro. That's the point. It's politically manipulated. Um, so you cannot really decide upon it. You can just be very, very cautious and have a risk management um, system, basically weighing the, the downside risk and the upside risk, downside risk, upside risk. And if it's 1% to 40%, then I go in. But of course, Every decision is a 50-50 decision, 50-50. Should I buy Tesla today because it's cheap? It's actually, it's 50-50. Fundamentals of Tesla, wonderful. Technical analysis says, well, it's, it's, it's oversold, come on. Um, but it's still a 50-50 thing because he can go out there, tweet something, <laughs> and, then, and, and then there is sentiment. So... It's, it's still a 50-50 thing. That's why I like to have investing systems rather than single decisions. And I, I have a, a, a huge failure rate. Uh, around 70% of my investment decisions are wrong. Hmm. The only one who were always good were the real estate decisions because that's not so volatile, right? It's, right. I, I took the biggest decisions 13 years ago in real estate, and they are still correct. But everything that I was picking in, in stocks and in digital assets, I have a 70% failure rate. So, and I think that's average actually. Um, having like 40% would be really, really good. <laughs> um, and so I think that's a goal. I might be there in a couple of years if I stick to my systems and I stick learning uh, from my decisions. So I write them down and um, try to learn from them. Uh, so I guess I will be a better investor over the years. And one thing that I learned is the sizing of the bets, having right. more smaller sized entry points and exit points and deciding especially the exit price during the buy and sticking to it. Right. One example, I said, I told myself, okay, I will go in Solana. That was a year ago. Solana was at 30 bucks. Right. And I said, I will go into Solana with 5% of my portfolio and I will sell half of it when it doubles 
and I will sell 25% when it doubles again and I will sell 12.5% when it doubles again. Three months later, I was up 800%. And during, and I didn't sell any of those. Right. Because in that moment, the adrenaline, everybody around me was like, to the moon, to the moon. And I, yes. and I was caught in that. So my learning, whatever I feel, next time Tesla doubles, I take half of the table. And I, I, I have it now in the same place where I buy. So in the same spreadsheet, the number is there. You will sell this amount here, this amount here, and this amount here. And the work right now is to be less emotional and just stick to the numbers. Right, which makes a lot of sense, but it's hard to jump off a rocket ship emotionally. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we're always second guessing ourselves. That My experience has been very similar. I've got all kinds of investments heavily into real estate. And it seems like, um, you know, my win rate on real estate as an operator and as a passive investor is extremely high. And then some of the other things are, by comparison, extremely low. I mean, I've taken some other bets and some asymmetric bets here that are not real estate state based, but it's a completely different ballgame, which kind of always sends me back to real estate where, okay, this is not a 10x thing potentially, but we're not going to lose it. It is going to grow high degree of certainty that, it, that it's going to continue to grow. And so um, that's kind of kept me coming back to real estate. I want to ask something a, li a little bit different kind of on current events here and specifically to agencies. Uh, I don't know how much you're talking about chat GPT, but is, is that obviously a lot of uh, press and hoopla about it, but is that impacting agencies and content creators materially, or you, you don't think it's going to be that impactful? What's your, what's your thoughts on, on uh, this AI, you know, text content creation model? It changed everything. Yeah. Everything. And we are preparing our clients since November when it came out, but over the last weeks, it has changed everything. So for example, a, typically a sprint coach was using templates with swipe copies on, for our clients on how they can create their email sequences. And so I had to rework all of that. Um, I went back, I deleted everything that was there and I created a completely new um, set of blueprints and they are basically 15 prompts for ChatGPT. So you want to create an email sequence. These are the 15 prompts that you're going to use. You copy them, you put them in ChatGPT, and then you have your 80% of your email ready. The rest is then refining, bringing in your tone of voice, your, your soul. But right. the main structure, the hardest work of starting to write it or, or even to hire a copywriter. Well, first you don't need copywriters anymore. So for them, life has changed. Just like that overnight. Yes. So many agencies are just who, who were positioned as a commodity have to reposition or they're gone. Right. They're obsolete. And in, in sales, you have four levels. Uh, one of our clients, Anthony Yannarino, he, he called, he talks about four levels. Um, he says at level one, you're selling a commodity, right? You're just going for being cheap. And then at level four, you are selling something of strategic value. Like I can reduce your costs. I can help you increase sales. And so if you are at level one, ChatGPT has just made you obsolete. It's faster, it's cheaper. But if you are at level four, 
Now, your team plus ChatGPT, that's the superpower that they want to have. A strategic thinker with AI, that's how you want to be positioned. And so you will be faster, you will be more precise, you will be more relevant. But your offer must be around strategic value, not a feature. That's a commodity. Very interesting. Yeah, it's, it's uh, such an amazing tool. Came out of nowhere. Amazing subscriber um, uptake. And it's interesting to see how this will change our jobs. I've, I've used it for some copy and different things. And it's pretty amazing to get started and kind of get over that writer's block of a blank blank page and just be able to put a prompt in. So I appreciate your thoughts on that. Uh, and Simon, I appreciate you sharing with the audience here your tools and resources and learnings and then uh, programs that you've got. If somebody listening wants to connect with you or your team and learn more about how they can apply that in their life and business, how how can they do that? They can find the book Strategy Sprints on Amazon they or wherever they buy books. Then they can find us at strategysprints.com. And many of our tools are open source. They can download them, use them for free, strategysprints.com. Outstanding. If you're listening, we'll link to that in the show notes. You can just scroll down and click right through to strategysprints.com and check out uh, all the resources there. So Simon, it was it was great to get to know you. Thank you for sharing your experience and resources. And I wish you guys success here in the year ahead. Thank you, Devin, for showing up so regularly for your community and holding this space. Outstanding. All right. Be good. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to the DJE podcast. For more information, please go to DJETexas.com.